Today is the third day of December. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It is wonderful to be here with you today as we continue our journey into the first end of the week of the month of December. And we have been uh, camped out in the book of Daniel for a minute here, and we will continue that journey in the Old Testament. And then we'll move into the New Testament, as is our custom around here, and pick up where we left off in 1 John. So let's dive in. Daniel chapter 11, verse 2 through 35 today. Now I am here to reveal to you the truth. Three more kings will rule in Persia. After them, a fourth will arise who will be much richer than all the others. He will use his wealth to build his power and extend his influence. Then he will incite the nations to fight against the kingdom of Greece. Meanwhile, in Greece, a warrior king will come to power. With great authority he will rule his lands and do as he desires. But no sooner than he arises, his kingdom will be broken up and divided to the four winds of heaven. None of his own offspring will receive any portion, nor will these kingdoms exercise the great authority he once did, for his empire will be ripped from its foundation and given to others. The king of the south will then grow in power and prosper. Yet in time, one of his own officers will become more powerful than he and rule over an even greater empire. Several years later, the king of the north and the king of the south will form an alliance. That alliance will be established by the marriage of the daughter of the king of the south to the king of the north. However, This union will not last. The princess will not hold on to power, and the king, too, will lose his throne. She will be given up along with her royal court, her father, and those who backed her. In response, one of her relatives, a branch from her roots, will rise to take his place and become king in the south. He will take up the sword and lead an army into the fortress of the northern king. He will fight against them and in the end be victorious. He will sack their temples and carry back to Egypt their gods, cast in metal images, and take their precious vessels crafted of fine gold and silver. For several years the king of the south will resist going to war against the king of the north. But then... In later times, the king of the north will invade the provinces of the king of the south, but soon will be forced to withdraw to his own northern lands. His sons will commit to war and assemble a powerful army, a force that will flood over the land, pass through the territories, and take the battle as far as the southern king's fortress. At this provocation, The enraged king of the south will rally a large force to repel the northern invaders. And though the king of the north had assembled a powerful army, 
it will go down in defeat. When the invading army is repelled, the heart of the king of the south will be caught up in pride, and so he will execute tens of thousands of his enemies. Still, he will not prove to be strong. For the king of the north will return after a few years, having raised a fighting force far larger and better equipped than before. When this happens, many people will rebel against the king of the south. Violent people from your own people, Daniel, will join the fray in order to fulfill the vision, but none will succeed. All will fall. Then the king of the north will come and build a siege ramp against a fortified city and eventually take it. For the south, even with their very best warriors, will have no strength left to fight. The king of the north will go where he pleases, and his army will march on unmatched and undeterred. None can resist him. One day he will stand in the beautiful lands of promise, with the power to destroy it or let it be. Using the might of his kingdom, the king of the north will decide to force an alliance. He will give the king of the south his daughter for a wife with the hope that she might help conquer the kingdom from within. But his plans will not succeed. Afterward, the king of the north will turn his attention to the coastlands, attacking the cities there claiming many. Eventually, a commander will put a stop to the violent attacks and turn the aggression back on the invader and his army. The king of the north will flee to his own land and seek the protection of his own strongholds. But he will trip and fall, never to be seen or heard of again. The messenger said, Another northern king will rise to take his place. He will send out an official to exact taxes from the most glorious jewel of the kingdom, namely Jerusalem. But his tyranny will not last long. He will be cut down, though not in the heat of battle or in an angry loss of control. Yet another will rise to take his place, a truly despicable person. Though royal honors were not his by right, he will come in quietly and take over with cunning and clever promises. Armies will be overwhelmed and crushed before him, and the prince of the covenant will be cut down as well. Though his supporters are few in number, he will grow strong by deceiving those who have made alliances with him. In a time of ease and great wealth, he will quietly invade the wealthiest parts of the region and do what none of his royal predecessors had ever done before. Instead of hoarding the treasure, he will distribute the plunder, possessions, and property among those loyal to him. And though he will make plans to attack fortresses, these plans will not last for long. But the king of the north is not finished. Once again, he inspires courage and gathers a large and powerful fighting force to attack the South. But the King of the South takes notice and gathers his own large, powerful army to wage war. But he will not be able to resist the Northern invader, 
because treacherous plans will be devised against him. His closest advisors, those who eat from the royal table, will betray him and bring about his downfall even as his army is swept away. Many will die in battle. Both kings will sit at the same table and lie to each other. Their only interest in deceiving and harming the other. But none of this will matter, for the end is yet to come at the appointed time. The king of the north will eventually return to his own land with riches won from conquered peoples. With his heart set against the holy covenant, he will do whatever his evil will desires and then return to his own land. At the chosen time, he will once again attempt to invade the south, but this time will be different from any time before. For warships will arrive from the west and confront him. Fearful of their power, he will withdraw. On his way north, he will unleash his violent fury against the Holy Covenant and those loyal to it. At the same time, he will look with favor on those who turn their backs on it. The king will command his forces to take over the city and pollute the temple fortress. After they outlaw the daily sacrifices to the one true God, they will set up the disgusting idol that will desecrate the most holy place. With smooth talk, he will entice people who act wickedly and break the covenant but those who truly know their God will remain strong and work against Him. The truly wise among God's people will help the many understand the need to resist. Yet for quite some time, they will be killed by sword and fire, or they will be imprisoned and their property taken. Those who fall victim to this persecution will receive only a little help and many will join their cause out of smooth, deceptive speech. Some of the wise will fall victim and be martyred in order to be refined, purified, and made clean until the end, for the appointed time is still to come. First John 3 7 through 24. Children, don't let anyone pull one over on you. The one doing the right thing is just imitating Jesus, the righteous one. The one persisting in sin belongs to the diabolical one who has been all about sin from the beginning. That is why the Son of God came into our world, to destroy the plague of destruction inflicted on the world by the diabolical one. Everyone who has been born into God's family avoids sin as a lifestyle because the genes of God's children come from God himself. Therefore, a child of God can't live a life of persistent sin. So. It is not hard to figure out who are the children of God and who are the children of the diabolical one. Those who lack right standing and those who don't show love for one another 
do not belong to God. The central truth, the one you have heard since the beginning of your faith, is that we must love one another. Please do not act like Cain, who was of the evil one. He brutally murdered his own brother. Why would he do something so despicable? Because his life was devoted to evil and selfishness and his brother chose to do what is right. Brothers and sisters, don't be shocked if the corrupt world despises you. We know that we have crossed over from death to real life because we are devoted to true love for our brothers and sisters. Anyone who does not love lives among corpses. Everyone who hates other members of God's family is a murderer. Does a murderer possess the beautiful life that never ends? No. We know what true love looks like because of Jesus. He gave his life for us and he calls us to give our lives for our brothers and sisters. If a person owns the kinds of things we need to make it in the world but refuses to share with those in need, is it even possible that God's love lives in him? My little children, don't just talk about love as an idea or a theory. Make it your true way of life and live in the pattern of gracious love. There is a sure way for us to know that we belong to the truth. Even though our inner thoughts may condemn us with storms of guilt and constant reminders of our failures, we can know in our hearts that in His presence God Himself is greater than any accusation. He knows all things. My loved ones, if our hearts cannot condemn us, then we can stand with confidence before God. Whatever we may ask, we receive it from Him because we follow His commands and take the path that pleases Him. His command is clear. Believe in the name of His Son, Jesus the Anointed, and love one another as He commanded. The one who follows his teaching and walks this path lives in an intimate relationship with God. How do we know that he lives in us? By the gift of his Spirit. Psalm 122 A Song of David for Those Journeying to Worship I was so happy when my fellow pilgrims said, Let's go to the house of the Eternal. We have made the journey and now we are standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem, what a magnificent city. Buildings so close together, so compact. God's people belong here. Every tribe of the Eternal makes its way to Jerusalem just as God decreed for Israel to come together and give thanks to the Eternal. In Jerusalem, justice is the order of the day because there sit the judges and kings, the descendants of David. Ask heaven to grant peace to Jerusalem. 
May those who love you prosper. O Jerusalem, may his peace fill this entire city. May this citadel be quiet and at ease. It's because of people, my family, friends, and acquaintances that I say, may peace permeate you. And because the house of the Eternal One, our God, is here, know this. I will always seek your good. Proverbs 29.1 The one who remains defiant after repeated reprimands will suddenly be shattered and there will be no remedy for him. Father, we thank you for your word and we thank you for today and we thank you for this day in your word and even as we bring a week to a close we recognize that time definitely goes on but this year has an ending point and it's something that we can see we have been sailing this journey nearly a year now We departed many, many months ago and set sail. And it wasn't long before we were out in the deep. But now we have been out in the deep a long time and we can see the horizon and we can see the landing points. And so we're excited, but we want to finish well and receive from you everything that we needed this year so that we finish strong and begin well the next adventure, the adventure of next year. So come Holy Spirit and plant the words, your words, the words that lead to life deep into the soil of our hearts. And may we work with you in weeding and nurturing what you have planted in us so that the fruit of the Spirit may abound. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is home base. It is where you find out what is going on around here. The Daily Audio Bible app will do that in the palm of your hand, and you can get that from the app store that works with your device. So check that out. Christmas time around here and uh, so there's a couple of Christmas things going on. First we're preparing for our annual family Christmas party a virtual party that we get to share together one of the most heartwarming things in the year as we go through the year together. At least for me I am always brought to tears. I guess it's happening at the end of the year and just all the voices I love it with all of my heart And you can participate. And so, uh, yeah, call in your holiday greetings now by pressing the little hotline button in the app or dialing 877-942-4253. Obviously, that is the prayer and encouragement line. And uh, that is primarily what that is for. But 
for this week out of the year, we also take all of the holiday calls. So here are the rules. One, don't call in a prayer request mixed with a holiday greeting. If you want to call in a holiday greeting, do that. And if you have a prayer and encouragement, then call that in separate. It's one of the rare times we can do that. So uh, keep them separate. Otherwise, there won't be any place for them to go. So just make sure you do that. Second rule is uh, just call in once for the holiday uh, for the holiday party so that everyone has a chance to be heard. And then also going on right now for Christmas is our annual Daily Audio Bible Family Christmas Box for 2022. And we have packed it full of resources, some things that you'll want to keep, maybe some things that you'll want to give away as gifts. And you can find the Christmas box in the Daily Audio Bible shop. And you can access that either from the web or from the app. And when you get to the Daily Audio Bible shop, you'll see there's a Christmas section and the Christmas box is in that Christmas section. So we've packed it full of like promised land photographs from the land of the Bible, a beautiful coffee table edition, the God of your story, also a beautiful hardbound edition, uh, reframe and sneezing Jesus are included. The daily audio Bible uh, Christmas ornament for 2022 an exclusive to the Christmas box each year that's included. Your choice of wind farm coffee or tea. Uh, the global campfire candle, and I love, I love it because it smells like a campfire, is included in the box, as well as a global campfire pop socket and a couple of global campfire stickers. So check that out in the Christmas section of the Daily Audio Bible Shop. And if you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible in these remaining days of the year thank you humbly we wouldn't be here if we weren't in this together and that is the reality and so thank you humbly for your partnership there is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com if you're using the app you can press the give button in the upper right hand corner or the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996 Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement or holiday greeting right now, you can hit the hotline button in the app or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hi, Daily Audio Bible. This is Joanna from Washington, and I am homesick today, but I'm thankful for time to rest and to pray and just, <coughs> excuse me, just thinking about how thankful I am for this community and for each of you, for how encouraging you are. And I feel like the Holy Spirit brought to mind our brothers and sisters here who are serving time in jail or prison. And I think the Lord wants to just let you know that He loves you, He sees you, He cares about you. 
and and we feel the same. We we love you and we care about you. We're so thankful for your prayers. We're so thankful for the times when you call in and let us know how you're doing. And yeah, I wanted you to know that I'm praying for you all today and hope you all are well. Okay, talk to you later. Bye. Hello, DAB family. This is TAC from Atlanta, son of Pray Without Ceasing. Uh, today is November 29th, and Brian, your message after the readings today has just really spoken to me. Um, you know, I am married, and I've been having some thoughts and 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 I don't know judgments towards my parent in laws. They were not raised how I was raised in the word, in the teachings, uh, putting God first in everything that they do, and I just. It, it discouraged me so much and it always discourages me. And just how you said today, it's like, what if God didn't have that patience and mercy with me? And it really, really speaks to to how I'm I'm not patient or I'm not trusting in him. They're on a collision course with Jesus, just like you said. That was, that was an amazing message. Um, and, and to the brother that called recently about having temptations and he's not been practicing in his um, word often I I understand you completely uh, it's very very especially if you're from where I think you're from if we're from the same background and it's, it's, it's difficult for sure but possible all things through him it takes practice every single day we get better every single day don't be discouraged continue to fight the good fight I love you all, DAP family. God bless. Hi, Daily Audio Bible family. This is Karen, and I'm in North Carolina. And first, I just want to say thank you to Brian for all the years that you have been building this community. And one of the reasons I'm calling today might seem a little weird, but it's about Brian's voice. And when I read in Psalm 139 how God knits us together in our mother's wombs and forms us in secret, I just really can't help but think about how God gave Brian, as well as his wife, Jill, their beautiful and unique voices. He knew us before we were born, and he knew what Brian and Jill would be doing, and their voices are a huge part of their ministry. So basically, I just want to say to all of you that I find it simply amazing that God is so purposeful in our lives. And if any of us are struggling with our purpose, we need to remember that he formed us and knit us together for his plan. My second reason for calling is to ask for prayer for my daughter. Her name is Alyssa. She's a recovering alcoholic, and for six years, she had no contact with our family. But recently, she called me one in relationship with Ben and answered my prayers. But my prayer request is for her salvation. She's an AA, and even though she talks about a higher power, she wants nothing to do with Jesus. She's involved in a very sinful lifestyle. And I just wanted to ask you all to pray that God would show her his truth about Jesus. And I listened to Brian today talk about how we're all waiting for Christ to return, that God is patiently waiting for others to come to know him because of his love. And one of those he's waiting for is my daughter, along with all the other prodigals whose moms and dads are praying to come to his saving grace. So thank you for letting me share. Please keep all the prodigals in your prayers, as well as us moms, whose hearts they burden for our children. Thank you. Thank you, guys, for letting me share. God bless. Good morning, Daily Audio Bible community. This is uh, David in Kansas. It's 
been a while since I've called in. Um, I don't know. It's, just, it's been a while. Um, I know earlier this year I had surgery. I called about that. The surgery ended up going well. Hospital visit, not so well, but a lot has happened since then. Um, got a new job and just been trying to recover and get things back in order. And I think part of the reason I'm calling today to pray for prayer is just having feeling very lost, very angry, very alone, and trying to reach out, trying to pray, trying to stay faithful. It just feels like everything is going wrong and I feel so alone and um, not sure what to do about it. I pray and I pray and I pray and I ask for help, I ask for guidance and I've been feeling very alone and I'm left out in the cold right now and it's a lot of things going on that I don't feel like I can control and I need I need the help of the Lord and well, I'm out of time so please pray for me thank you